It's Hanukkah time. And if you're like a lot of people, you're wondering right now, is this a holiday that my family should be celebrating? How do I celebrate it? And what is it about? In this episode, we're going to break all of that down for you, help you understand what it is, how to celebrate it, and how to make it part of your family tradition with kind of basic, simple steps. So I hope you enjoy this episode and uh, let us know what you think. This episode was recorded last year in 2020, but we got so many great reviews on it and people loved it so much that we're bringing it back this year. Hanukkah started this past Sunday, and you've got time to get into Hanukkah and try it out a little bit this year. We've got a fun printable in the show notes that you can print up that will kind of be a guide for you on getting uh, your Hanukkah tradition started. Hope you enjoy. Hey, friends. Welcome to The Schoolhouse Life, where we answer your pressing questions and share useful tools for creating your most fulfilling, self-sufficient family homestead. We go back to basics in all things family, faith, and farming, and we're eager to teach you what we've learned, everything from growing a garden to earning an income to living a less toxic and more nature-based lifestyle. We're thrilled you're here and hope you leave inspired to live your life as a schoolhouse too. Hey friends, it's Lacey and Drew here. So it is Chanaka time. That's right, Chanaka. So the, I know a lot of people wonder what the CH on the front is. The best way to say it is you've got to, it's almost like bringing up some spit. It's Hanukkah. Clear your throat. Clear your throat, yeah. You don't have to spell it that way or pronounce it that way. Hanukkah, we know what you're talking about. Yep. What does it mean? It, it means Feast of Dedication, which is really about the history of the holiday itself. It has l- literally nothing to do with Christmas. A lot of times people will associate Hanukkah as like the alternative to Christmas for Jewish folks, and that's actually not accurate at all. So if you didn't know, there's actually a whole book that was written during the time of the Bible called the Book of Maccabees, and Hanukkah celebrates what happened in that book. So it's a rebellion of the Maccabees taking back over Jerusalem, and spoiler alert, if you you don't, if you're not going to read it, then also the oil lasting for eight nights after they gain control of the temple again. So one of the reasons I love Hanukkah is because while it might seem like we should celebrate this victory of conquering, uh, they actually shifted the celebration from celebrating that because it, of course, includes violence and maybe isn't something that we should as humans really celebrate that much. But it shifts it to the miracle that happened, that even though the temple was desecrated and there was not enough oil left to light the menorah, the holy menorah in the temple, somehow... They lit it with what oil was left, and it lasted until somebody returned with more sacred oil for that menorah. It was kind of a really beautiful, small miracle. And one of the reasons I love Hanukkah is because it reminds me to remember the small miracles. Yeah. I mean, it was a time where they actually they needed to light that in order to rededicate the temple, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I don't know. I don't know that I call it a small miracle. Maybe not. Even. Maybe not a small. Maybe not a small miracle. <laughs> a little. A little bit of oil. That was a small part of it, though. Yeah. <laughs> One little thing was keeping them from getting it done, and and it lasted and worked. So, okay, so yeah. I think with that we need to talk about menorahs. So strange thing is there's two kinds of menorahs. Mm-hmm. There's a menorah that has seven branches, and yeah. that's what you would find in the temple. The holy temple menorah, and be made out of gold. Right, and that. And then there's the Hanukkah or the menorah that you use during Hanukkah time. Yeah. 
If you want a really specific description of what the menorah would look like, you can look in, I think, Deuteronomy and Leviticus outlines. It's very specifically, and it's, you know, got a very ornate kind of look to it. And then if you see Hanukkahs around, they have how many branches? They have nine. Nine, right, because it's eight nights. And then in both of them, they have a middle candle that's taller generally than the rest of them. And that is known as the shamash, which just means servant candle. So that's the candle that is used to light the rest of the candles. So that little guy, you light him, and then he goes around and lights the other lights. So it's a, it's a really fun. I mean, you can play with that as much as you want. You know, I think it's a really fun tradition just lighting the Hanukkah each night of Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. So we have had all kinds of Hanukkahs. They've looked a lot of different ways. Some of them are very traditional looking. Some of them have Hebrew lettering. The, our newest Hanukkah we got in Jerusalem last year is an oil-based one. So it has little wells that you put oil in and then a wick that just sucks the oil out from the bottom and up through the top. So that would have been a little bit more like the actual lamp that was lit in the, the temple. And that's where that oil comes from. Obviously, candles don't require oil. So it's just a commemoration. If you want to get one of those fun oil candle menorahs you i think you'd have to look online i don't know yeah i don't i don't know where you would find them around here but i mean you can also just line up like eight candles you know Mm -hmm. and absolutely we've done that with just like tea lights you know so it's Mm -hmm. do with what you got if you want to get fun with it you can do that yeah a few rules about the hanukkah though is meant to go in a window because one of the major themes of Hanukkah is to light the darkness. It happens during Kislev, which is the darkest month of the year. It usually falls in December, sometimes in November. And it's about cutting through that darkness and piercing through it and just seeing how little this this small, small amount of light can, can pierce right through that darkness and how much hope is there in that. I think it's really beautiful imagery. Yeah, and I was just reading today, it's also like, it's the turning point for us. So from Hanukkah on, the days get longer, more light comes back into the world, you know, depending on where you are in the world. But Mm. so it's, I think that's really powerful too, is we light these candles and now we're bringing more light back in also. Mm. Yeah. So we've talked about what it celebrates. We've talked a little bit about how it pertains to us. I'll tell you, our kids love it. I think ever since the time they were little, it's the time of year they get to they get to play with fire. So they get to, every kid has their own menorah in our house. And one of the simplest crafts you could do, like Drew was saying, you can just use tea lights. Just get some clay and poke holes in it. Get small birthday candles if that's all you can find. And then you have, just make like a strip for these candles and then let it dry and you're set. You're good to go. And birthday candles is a good safe thing for little ones if you've got Mm. small ones that are going to want to light candles Mm -hmm. and they want to i promise you i think it's one of those things where if you let them do it under your supervision it's better than restricting them from doing it because then they'll just do it when you're not watching and that's way worse right right definitely (laughs) (laughs) okay so some of the must-dos for Hanukkah, Hanukkah, obviously, we have made some really fun Hanukkahs over the year, and that crafting can be uh, as simple or as complicated as you want it to be, really. We've made them out of little wood peg dolls. We've made them out of clay, like I said. There's lots of designs that make it out of hardwood from or hardware from hardware stores, or wood is a good option. You can get really creative with making a Hanukkah, and that can be one of the best ways to celebrate, is to make these new things each year that are just giving you this time together. And because Hanukkah last for eight nights you really want to spread out these little things through the whole the whole of it so don't just overwhelm yourself in one day just kind of have a different one little thing to do each day it's kind of like a little week of hanukkah crafts is the way we treat it yeah that's how ours goes (laughs) and it's fun that way i mean you know i know it's a little bit different than other holidays because kind of like with christmas you got that one day and then that's it where Mm. you kind of 
you get to play a long while you're celebrating. So it's a little bit different, but it, it I think it leaves room for uh, more creativity. And if you forget to do something, you got another night to do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you don't have the, the exchanging of gifts is for sure probably a cry from Christmas. It's not something that was part of the original tradition. It's just, it's just an element that some people do, some people don't do. Keep it simple. Eight nights of gifts can get a little overwhelming. So I have a hard time keeping it simple. I find like really random things like a pair of socks or underwear, and I kind of save up stuff that, that everybody needs and wrap it up just to make it fun every night. But it, make, it makes for really great gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves it. Okay, so the second thing you need, besides the Hanukkah to light each night in your windowsill, is dreidel. So dreidel is that little clay top. So you may have heard the song. Drew, are you going to sing it with me? No, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> dreidel, 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 I made you out of clay. So we have tried to make them out of clay, and this is actually way harder than the song would make you think. Because making a balanced top to spin is not as easy as just pulling out some clay yeah, and shaping no. it into a square. I have a feeling they made it like a ball instead of an I don't actual... know. Yeah, that's a good... Maybe we should experiment this year. But there are lots of great ways to make dreidels. Um, but I would suggest you buy a few too. Because it can be really frustrating if you're trying to play yeah. a good game of dreidel and it's just not working. And by a good game of dreidel, she means like, give it a try, but... It's the kind of game that can go on forever. It's endless. It could be longer than Monopoly. We have had some extremely fun games of um, dreidel, yeah. though, with with like thirty adults at once, and it's a little bit like um, gambling. <laughs> it's definitely gambling. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so it's really fun, and the gelt that is a part of that is just these little gold coins that you may or may not have seen before. And what happens is everybody you spin your dreidel, and it tells you whether you lose gelt or whether you keep gelt or whether you get the whole the pot in the middle of gelt, and it, it really is fun. The kids love it. Yeah. And it's chocolate coins. Did yeah, you say it was I don't think coins? I did. Yeah. yeah. So that's the other problem is some of the chocolate coins get used for the game. The other part, the kids sneak and eat. and Or they by, melt in pockets. Yeah, or... and by the end of Hanukkah, <laughs> you generally don't have any more gel. So it's fun either way. Yeah, it is. Um, did, I don't think we talked about why we spin a dreidel. Though. Why do we spin a dreidel? Yes. So you'll notice on a dreidel, it has four sides. And the four sides each have a letter on them. And those are Hebrew letters, which if you know Hebrew, you know these letters. But if you don't know Hebrew, you don't. And the letters just stand for a great miracle happened there if it's if you're in the States. Or a great miracle happened here if you're in Jerusalem. Or I, I think all of Israel. I think all of Israel. Anyways, yeah. so you buy these dreidels and they have those letters on them. And for example, if you get a shin, that means you put one in, which is a, sh a letter that looks a little bit like a W. And then there's a gimel, which if you get a gimel, you get them all. You get them all. It doesn't look like anything. Maybe a man walking a little yeah. bit. You can Google the yeah. directions. Directions are easy. easy. In fact, maybe we'll put a link to the, the directions. Yeah, we can put that um, in the show notes. Exactly. Okay, so dreidel is awesome and fun and simple and easy. If you don't have coins, chocolate coins, you can totally just use like marbles or regular pennies or we've played or dreidel with all kinds of different little pieces of stuff. Or you can just play with nothing and just spin it. Yeah. And then I think the next like must do for Hanukkah is what every great Jewish holiday requires. <laughs> and that is some food. So the mm -hmm. tradition is, like we said, it's a, a miracle of oil lasting. So it's as much fried food as you can eat. Mm. And then at the end of it, we generally do a cleanse. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So lots of grease. I actually just ordered us an air fryer because I'm like, oh, maybe this year we can Ooh, get does a that little count? healthier. I feel like that's, sure, yeah. More oil than is it really fried? <laughs> Good uh, question. I don't know. But so soup gagnote, 
is a uh, our favorite thing, which is a donut. But mm. in Israel, they call them sufganyot, and it's just a jelly-filled donut. And what they, did we find out sufganyot means? Oh, it means uh, absorby. <laughs> That's how it would translate. Yeah. So it literally is the like dough that the means oil. of absorbing oil <laughs> so that you can eat it <laughs> so you can eat it to yeah. fulfill the, the mitzvah the mitzvah which is like the the blessing the, yeah the blessing of celebrating hanukkah the commandment <laughs> yeah okay so sufganyot are wonderful you can make your own you we often will just go out for donuts and that can be a really fun tradition too latkes so oh, latkes is just potato pancakes. So most German stock have had potato pancakes in one form or another for one reason or another. But latkes is what you call them in Hebrew, or maybe that's Yiddish. I'm not or sure. in the South, we call them hash browns. So interesting fact, <laughs> we're in Israel, right? And we're looking all over the holy city for latkes. And guess what? There's like one place that makes latkes. So it's not really an Israeli thing, no, that's for it's sure. Not. Yeah. It's a very European thing that came from the European, the Ashkenazi Jews and brought that into the United States and that's really where that comes from but but they're delicious and I mean I feel like even just french fries or tater tots meet the bill if you're if you're gonna not make them from scratch but there's nothing more delicious than just you shred these potatoes make a little cake out of them add a little egg first and then throw them in your your frying pan and they're delicious yeah and you can get fun with them like we've made Sweet potato mm-hmm. ones, you know, being in the South, you've got to have sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. You can add onion. Onions. You make savory. You can make sweet. You know, there's So actually one of my favorite recipes is for like a giant latka. And I'll have to see if I can share that recipe with you all because it was such an easy but delicious and crispy side dish with our, I think we had brisket last year or something. Yeah. It was just an amazing treat. But it makes it a little simpler than standing over the frying pan because we actually have a fried, fried addy and Drew will stand over that for hours just Frying all these latkes yeah. one by one. Generally, Lacey invites a million people. That's, I mean, that's part of uh, Hanukkah is you've got to have a party with people. Mm. Um, I think it's part of the celebration is you know coming back together and celebrating that, like we said, the light and the darkness and Absolutely. you know just the community aspect of it. So, however you feel comfortable doing that, I highly encourage that part also. Mm. I know this year is kind of weird in that way. Well, but what yeah, else? so over the years, we have been keeping Hanukkah for probably 20 years now. And, you know, it's one of those things. It's fun. If you've never tried it before, try it. Maybe you have. Try adding a little bit more to your, your routine or your holiday and see what more fun you can have. And share with us. For sure, we want to hear all about it. Maybe tag us on Instagram or on Facebook in our group. Share a picture of what you're doing for Hanukkah this year. But we also have on our blog, It if you didn't know that exists, it's at the Schoolhouse Life backslash blog. Uh, you can just type in the search Hanukkah spelled with an H even H-A-N-U-K-K-A-H and you will find recipes and crafts and all kinds of ideas on things you can do to celebrate some musings even just get some ideas about what it's all about and what it can mean for your family. But if you have any questions, please reach out. Um, we're really excited that you guys listen to us um, today talk about this really yeah, fun element of our lives. For sure. And um, so something else super exciting is Lacey just released a book. Oh, yeah. We have a special Hanukkah present for you. If you haven't bought the book yet, which you should totally buy the book because... Which has nothing to do with Hanukkah. Nothing to do with Hanukkah. Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... We are giving our listeners 30% off with the coupon code, the schoolhouse life, all one word, and you should check it out. I think you'll really like it. It's gotten really great reviews. I share a good deal about connecting with your passion and building a life around that. 
that and um, and hopefully even making maybe a profit. Right. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to us. All right. Hope you enjoyed this episode. So when you start celebrating Hanukkah, I would love to see your pictures on Instagram, Facebook. Tag us and show us how you're starting to celebrate Hanukkah and send us questions that you got. If you're curious a little bit more about what to do or how to do it, we'd love to answer those questions on email or in the group, you know, whatever works best for you. Thanks for listening.